Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome everyone to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits that help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. Kevin, when you think about automation, what do you think of? I think about simple tasks that technology can do to help alleviate the workload for those using Dynamics 365. And that can be things like attaching a file to Dynamics and having it stored in the notes section, things like that, that I'd I know I have to do, but just take up so much time over the course of a day, over the course of a month, et cetera. How about you, KJ? Nah, great point, Kevin. I really think about the approval processes and the system notifications that get sent to all parties involved. That's a great use case, especially when you have complex business processes that require multiple cooks in the kitchen to complete the dish. You love them food analogies, don't you? (laughs) Food is life, man. You know, I lift weights. I work out so that I can eat, not the other way around, man. It's called balance. I mean, what can I say? Totally just messing with you, man. But there are so many use cases and benefits to using Power Automate. But since we're not the experts, let me reintroduce a returning guest to the show, Brian Schaefer. Brian has been in the business application space for over 13 years. He has been an end user, a consultant, a program manager, software engineer, and a solution architect. In those 13 years, Brian has worked across various industries and with organizations of all sizes. One of the accomplishments Brian is most proud of is building pandemic response applications using the Power Platform during the height of the COVID-19 crisis. It is very rewarding to see technology help people in near real time. And with that, Brian Schaefer. Welcome, Digestible Dynamics. We have a returning guest. You may know him from our Power Platform episode. If you haven't checked that out in season one, we highly recommend that you do. So welcome back, Brian Schaefer. Thank you, round two. Thanks for having me. Of course, we'd love to have you back on, dropping all those nuggets of knowledge. And today, we're talking about Power Automate. So why don't you break down what is Power Automate for our audience? Yeah, so Power Automate is quickly becoming actually one of my favorite parts of the Power Platform. If you think about it, it's the connective tissue that really connects uh, your business application systems. So when you're thinking about what you would do with Power Automate, in short, it's a way to do less and automate more. So you can automate your productivity, you can automate it quickly, and you can always update those outdated systems uh, within your enterprise and keep data up to sync. Yeah, that makes sense, right? So if I have a business process, I want to remove some of the clicks, I can use Power Automate to you know, start to do that. Yeah, definitely. And additionally, not just within the context of that system, you can actually interact with uh, other third-party systems through Power Automate as well. We have a number, I'm not even sure the actual number, it seems to increase every day, right? It used to be 300 connectors, it was 400 connectors, I think it's over 500 
connectors now that you can connect to with no code at all to all these enterprise apps. And even if they don't have a connector, you can still use an API. So just like within the context of Dataverse, but also in the context of anything that you might be using within your business, so Power Automate's a value to you. That's a lot of automation. I love that. <laughs> Especially when it comes to thinking about how each software has repetitive tasks. So if you can find a way to make people more productive by reducing the number of repetitive tasks, then the world's your oyster at that point. If you break it down and think, you know, put yourself in the shoes of a, a CIO, CEO, right? You have people that you're supporting, right? They're, they're supporting your customers. They may be swivel chairing. That swivel chairing may cost them a minute per call in a customer service scenario. Aggregate that over the course of your uh, entire workforce supporting people over the course of the year. You see organizations that are sometimes spending more than a million dollars uh, in wow. inefficiencies that can be automated through this platform. If you can decrease your operating expenses, that can really set you up not only for uh, growth, but it makes everything look good, makes the whole business run more smoothly. Now, Brian, you mentioned how Power Automate is like the connective tissue, uh, not just for people with dynamics, but people with who are using solutions in general. But I want to ask you, how does it fit into the overall Dynamics 365 platform? Mm -hmm. So it, it fits into the D365 platform as well as a larger platform because it's a way for us to take the data, engage with the data, sometimes programmatically and sometimes referencing it, but ultimately bring all of your data state into an interface that can really benefit users in terms of productivity. I'll give you a, a quick example, right? Power Automate can be used in combination with Power Virtual Agents. So think of yourself having a conversation with a bot, that bot's able to invoke Power Automate to call those different systems, those 500 plus connectors, and return information to a user. Uh, a really easy use case that we had was package tracking, right? We had a customer that shipped out items. They shipped out hundreds of thousands of items per year. They didn't have a solution for people to get their tracking number. They were actually having agents spend nearly 10 minutes per call saying, KJ, Kevin, this is uh, where your package is. This has taken 10 minutes of enterprise time. You put that in front of a bot, it decreases it to about one minute because you, you get a few cases that come through every now and then, but you're doing like an 85, 90% deflection. You do the math on that, that's $800,000, $900,000 a year in savings when you look at it over the course of this particular business's organization. Yeah, talk about reinvesting into your people right? You're giving them time back to mm -hmm. go be even more innovative with the Power Platform. So not just Power Automate, but for the listeners, if you don't know what the Power Platform is, think about Power BI, think about Power Automate, of course, Power Virtual Agents, as Brian said. And if Brian, you can help me because I'm just not on cue here. What's the last Power Power Pages? Let's, let's give Power Pages, pages some love. That's right. right. That came out during <laughs> uh, our dev. Mm-hmm. Last release, they had a major push. They rebranded portals to power pages. Excellent. So when we look at some of the use cases, why would you use Power Automate versus some of the workflows in Dynamics 365? That's a great question. And, you know, I've been I've been with Dynamics for for close to 13 years. Uh, I've been working on it since the 3.0, 4.0 days when all we had were Dynamics workflows. Power Automate was not a thing. 
And when you compare what you can do now with Power Automate versus what we used to be able to do with workflows, we found ourselves very limited with the Dynamics workflows. Things like looping, very simple programming concepts. You want to pull a group of data, loop through it. Workflows did not offer a citizen developer approach for doing that. This is when we had to take the pro code route and go hire a consulting firm, hire a developer, pull a developer off of their task to help us build this workflow with the loop. Other things like wait conditions, parallel branches were huge, right? So that, that development context is key in Power Automate. And the other part is just the execution, right? Being able to actually access systems that are outside of Dynamics using Power Automate is a huge time saver because that was, again, traditional developer work to build a custom workflow that can structure a call to an API and return data, right? These are things that citizen developers can now do on their own. So what you really have is a robust solution that is basically the same logic and, and things that you could build in Azure Logic Apps in a citizen developer interface, which is Power Automate. So there will always be a place for Dynamics workflows. I know there probably always will be, and you know there's always gonna be people with them, right? Systems that have been around forever and ever, but Power Automate is definitely worth a thought at the beginning when you're designing a process and you're considering like, how am I going to automate? There's a lot of different capabilities that you have with Power Automate that you wouldn't with a traditional workflow. Thank you for breaking that down. That makes a ton of sense. You're almost taking it those workflows to the next level that they can then branch outside of Dynamics 365, which is a great point that you mentioned. Now, from my research and understanding, I'm definitely not an expert at your level, but at, at its core, Power Automate is just a trigger and an action. Is that correct? It starts with a trigger and it has actions, yep. And they do end after the action is done, but we can also have multiple actions within a Power Automate. So one of the things that really helped me understand what this platform was doing is when I was able to take six or seven actions from five or six different data sources and combine them all in a series of maybe a couple Power Automates, right? Coming from a, a development background, this could be months, months of work to get it done right. And when I first started using Power Automate, I was able to build these types of patterns within hours to days. So, you know, it starts with the triggers and we have the actions and that's the meat, but it's like, what are we doing with those triggers and actions? Um, we can also do scheduled flows as well. So they can be triggered on something daily, weekly, monthly. They can be triggered through uh, execution context within the platform, things like field changes. And they can even be buttons that you have on a mobile device where you can kind of launch flows. So it's really kind of unlimited in terms of form factors uh, within the Power Platform where we can invoke Power Automate. No, that's that's great. I remember you helping me when I was a TSP and you were you were helping me create like a paperless MRO and we were using Power Automate where the email came in with an attachment. We were able to then take the information from that attachment, store it in SharePoint, again, all with Power Automate, but then also extract using some data and AI capabilities to extract the information and then create work orders in Dynamics 365. That for me is one cool use case, but for you, what strikes you know as a cool use case for Power Automate for you? 
Yeah, things that strike me as as, as cool are, are things that my customers see a lot of value in. And just as you said too, what customers have really been leveraging lately is the use of these AI components within their flows. So saying that I can do things like object recognition, I can do language translation, I can extract text and get topics, I can look at forms that are filled out by hand on a PDF and extract that information and bring it in. Knowing that you don't have to have data scientists for this, you don't have to build these models, right? We invest in these models to make it easy for everyone else. So those are the things that I'm just really pumped about in Power Automate. Being able to invoke AI with no code and a click is an extremely powerful tool to put into someone's fingertips. Brian, thanks for coming on the show. We truly appreciate it. And drop in some some real good nuggets for our, our listeners on Power Automate and where it fits in the Power Platform, but also how it fits in working with Dynamics 365. And we look forward to having you on again in the near future to drop some more nuggets around the Power Platform or just Dynamics in itself. So again, from Kevin and I, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG, at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks.